John woke up episode 460 of the Drunk Disorder Podcast. I'm your host as always. I'm Tyler. And join me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gabriel. What's up, buddy? Dude, Extra Life was crazy yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For those of you listening in, Tyler and I are fresh off of uh, our 24 hours of gaming in regards to Extra Life. And, well, let's just say that it was pretty successful not just for the two of us but also for our team in general like our team the talking ship we Mm -hmm. raised over our ten thousand dollar goal so that is fantastic i know for a fact you've at least had like what over 500 some odd dollars that you had raised. um 610 610 okay and i had about 235 which honestly i'm very happy with that i understand that money's tight for people and stuff but still getting money to help sick kids you know, earning that money and stuff like that, you know, it feels good. It definitely does feel good. Yeah. And especially does feel good, too. It's like, it's Tyler, I know you've said this and you put this, like, uh, quite elegantly. It's like your favorite day and your least favorite day rolled into one. Mm-hmm. It's like the favorite day is you're helping out kids, but the least favorite is we have to endure a slog, which is like a gauntlet of uh, 24 hours playing video games. And... Uh, Enduring the after effects after that said consequence, yeah. Since, yeah, which you and I are both like uh, inside a recovery mode. I personally have not touched a single game <laughs> at all today. Yeah, <laughs> understandable. Even though understandable. one of my friends messages me, it's like, "Hey, you have to play Destiny 2. And I, I go for the issue to have a quick response, like, "Dude, I am burnt out from yesterday." Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't blame you. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I think I, I played. Um, what was it? Oh, I played. There's this one game I, I played. I'll talk about a little bit later, okay. but I, I finished that up today. It's a, it's a oh, very cool. short game, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, I'm right there with you though, Gables. It was a um, today's a rough day. Uh, mm. I mean, we're talking about it so we can we can discuss it, but uh, yeah, it was. I try to do the. I want to do the kind of like what Gables does, where he gets up at midnight, but I'm two hours ahead of him, so I'm like. I'll get up about, to, you know, I figure I'd get up like, my, my plan was like, all right, he, so he starts at two o'clock my time, midnight his time. I'm like, if I can get up about three o'clock, like, go to bed, I went to bed about nine. And I was like, if I can go, to, if I just wake up about three, that's solid six. And then I'll be, and then we can get done a little bit around the, close to the same time. I woke up, I went to bed about nine, woke up at 1230, wide awake, lay there for about an hour, couldn't fall asleep. And was like, well, I guess I'm just going to start. I started at one thirty and, uh. Um, I, I'll say this, you had the right idea, Gables, cause it, um, it's a lot easier. I mean, it's still, don't get me wrong. It's still difficult. The 24 hours, mm-hmm. like I was definitely, I'd say the last like six hours were really tough. Yeah. Um, but it's tough for me really anymore to stay up past, uh, like nine, 10 o'clock most days anyways. Um, even on like Friday nights, I'm like nine 30 rolls around. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bed. <laughs> it's very rare for me to like actually stay up and do anything on a Friday. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, I was struggling. Uh, that was that last little bit. You, you, you know, I was, you heard me, um, just forming words. Even today is like, I woke up, I drank a little bit. Of, I'm like coffeeed out at this point too. And it's just like, I like it's the coffee. I've, it's gone past the point of like, it's helping to like, now I'm just like, like really like, I'm just kind of like feel sick from drinking all this coffee. And, um, 
yeah so like yeah today i don't know we can what's us talk about we can kind of talk about today before we really get into the day itself but uh okay i think i, I slept for like we did that we had the daylight savings time which is nice if it is the perfect day to do daylight savings time i think because we we get an we like we get an hour extra hour to recover which we need but i really yeah, like the, the whole doing it overnight because like the hardest part to me is always i mean the hardest part obviously is, is the last chunk of it but it's like it's a lot easier when the last chunk is in like the evening and like you're done by at least for me about two o'clock one thirty, um then like six seven eight o'clock in the morning <laughs> and you're oh, gonna yeah, no you shit. gotta do the overnight and then it's like it's dark outside and then you're going to try and go to sleep when the sun's out because like that would always screw me up trying to sleep when the sun's out and i'd always get junk sleep I, not to say i like i slept i think i only slept for like four and a half hours and i uh, I had stuff I had to do today. I, well, I, I had I tried I tried cleaning and I started cleaning, uh, but then I like I was like oh, I'm gonna do some laundry. I did a load. I'm like nah, I'm done. I did like a load. I have like three loads to do. I'm like nah, never mind. I'm like oh, I'm gonna dust. I dusted like one thing. I'm like no. Nah. So like you get like a burst of like energy. I'm like I'm gonna do this and you do it. And you're yeah. like, nah, I'm good. So um, I've been uh, it's been a rough uh day of just like no energy. Trying to you know watch a little bit of football. Um. I had a thing to go at a lunch thing to go to with uh, Justin who we used to host with um, and his brother. So we had a little lunch. That was nice. Um, and then I got home and watched the Packers game. Don't need to talk about that. Uh, and then um, uh, now, now I'm here. Uh, so I haven't got really had a chance to get back to sleep. Uh, I couldn't fall back asleep this morning. And I was like, like for some reason, like when I'm t- like a football, like on, on NFL football, like for me, like solid nap stuff content solid solid nap content it's best because like i love watch football don't get me wrong but it's like you're on that couch and you just get comfortable and it's like you just need solid five minutes of being really comfortable you're 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 out yeah um yeah so i'm struggling right now i, I tried taking like it was like we were hopping on here about nine o'clock my time and it was like 8 15 i'm like i'm gonna set my alarm take a like a cat nap no no didn't work at all so yeah, like it's been coming in waves where I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I'm doing okay. And then like you just like poof, crash, you get a little burst of energy crash. That's been me all day. What about how's your day going, Gables? All right. So like with you, I did start around like uh, 12 o'clock my time, Pacific Standard Time. And uh, well, let's just say after the after the events of Extra Life and stuff like that, I freaking went through and uh, I had another, I think it was like another hour or so, another 45 minutes to an hour. And so I spent the last portion of my time and stuff like finishing up. Then once I did that and stuff like that, I freaking turned on my TV. I turned off the lights and stuff like that and uh, went to bed, set my clock. I tried to sleep until 8 a.m., but I went to bed like close to like around uh, 1230 or 1240 or whatsoever. And I woke up about six o'clock because my yeah. damn dog started Uh-oh. going off and whining. Yeah, he's at that moment, that moment in time where it's like, hey, I've been in this box long enough. Yeah, it just starts. That, was, that yeah, sorry, that was my birds this morning. They were not happy when they were chirping. I can hear them when the sun was up. It's like, and plus they had the extra hour of being in there, so they're like, um, yeah, we're ready to wake up now. So like that, that didn't help either. Trying to go back to sleep and they're chirping at me. But other than that, though, it's like. From parts of yesterday when I had to go out and, like, uh, go to the store, get some food or get some coffee or whatsoever. Even, like, for parts 
of today, I felt like this weird sort of solidarity, so like weird solemn feeling or something like that, where it felt like my mind was processing things like at a snail's pace, but at the mm -hmm. same time, it felt like I was being more cognitive and was thinking more philosophically on shit, and so I felt like I was in a zen type of place. Yeah. Which was the weirdest feeling I think I've endured over the past couple of weeks, because honestly, I'm in like a constant rush, rush, rush to do things, because I'm... <laughs> That's part of my nature, really. I like to rush into things recklessly sometimes, and like I just don't think things through sometimes. That's why Gables has three divorces. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not married. Anyway. <laughs> well, not now, but you were. No, not now. You but I'm not in, I mean, well, anyway. <laughs> Did sort of the same thing like you and stuff. I sort of watched football, watched the Niners game. Yeah, I'm not going to say talk about, about the Niners game. But <laughs> well, at the same point... <laughs> At the same point, man, it's like I sh I turned on like my Xbox or something this morning to try to watch some things like uh, some YouTube and stuff like that. But uh, had to do some errands. But it was more or less me like turning on my PS5 and trying to watch some stuff on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> dealing with the fucking dog as the dog jumping up and down, I was like, "Hey, play with me!" All of a sudden, just, yeah. I just start biting my hands or biting my feet. Oh, it was really bad this morning where it's like, here I am, I'm fully dressed. I go forth to take the dad, the dog out to do his business and stuff. And I go back in, I start laying on my bed, take off my shoes, and then my dog hops in the bed with me. It's like, hey, hey, come up. Come on. Hi there. Come on. Hey. What are you doing? And what does he do? It's like, I put the blanket over me, right? I'm thinking, oh, okay, I'm just going to chill like this and stuff. But no, he just he jumps all over me and starts nibbling my hands. And all of a sudden, he starts biting my toes. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Get off my toes. <laughs> kick them but uh oh man yeah yeah today has been sort of like a blur there's yeah. been some low points but there definitely has been some fun points too yes yeah. always worth uh, it though always worth it oh yeah, yeah. but it was, yeah it's always fun you know it's year 10 year for me year nine for you um mm -hmm. luckily we're both off tomorrow so yep um yeah and like i said like I recommend people if you're doing extra life, this is my first time ever doing it, like getting up early. Obviously I didn't plan to get up as that early. And I wish I could have got a few more hours of sleep because I'm running on like seven hours of sleep the last two nights. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I reckon if you're able to get up early in the middle of the night, do do mm -hmm. that instead, then do it like five, six, seven o'clock in the morning. Quintessential, um, but, the most ideal thing is like, if you have a job where you get off like about four or five or something like that, you just get just don't even like eat maybe light or something like that. That's not going to be too bad. Then go to sleep, wake up at midnight and then just do it that way. Yeah. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll say this, man. It's like, I've been there to where I have done the extra life stuff as well as you have as well, Tyler, where it's like, we start, we start pretty much like maybe like nine or even like earlier than that and stuff. Yeah. And then we go that entire day and then we have to go through that entire night period from either like uh six or maybe like five or six in the morning or whatever the hell. And it's like the sun's out, everything else is going forth. And you're like, oh, God, man. It's, like, it's yeah. just that struggle, that that 2 a.m., 3 a.m. feel or something where it's like it's dead. You are fucking exhausted. And you have people you're talking with or something like that. Try to do that ringer type of crap. Yeah. Yeah. But it, yeah. It. But it's definitely one of those things where if you are doing extra life or wanting to do extra life, Midnight to midnight is the time I feel like is the most beneficial because your body's going to be instinctively wanting to go through until like midnight anyway sometimes, especially if you're more keen to working at the days. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, that's a good, yeah, like, yeah, because it's like you're not jacking up, you're completely ruining your sleep schedule. Yeah, you're going to be exhausted, but you're not like, your body clock is not completely off. So, yeah. but yeah, no, I mean, they raised over $10 million. I think they're getting close to 11. Yeah. Um, they haven't said official yet, but I, I'm assuming they passed $100 million uh, raised to- in total over the, I think this is the 13th year. Yep. Um, so that's awesome. Uh, really happy with everybody. Um, so another really great year. I don't think it's going to be probably not going to be a record. Um, they broke the record uh, last year, which all I think they've broken the record every year except for one other year in the past. And then probably this year they won't. But I mean, I think the record was like is like around 13 million. So but still doing yeah, fantastic. Still fine. I mean, it's still yeah, over 10 million, like yeah. definitely not complaining, but uh, still awesome. Um, but yeah, it feels I mean, it's great. Yeah, like like you said, Gables, uh, I was I call it my favorite, least favorite day of the year for a reason and just because i love playing I, I love it i look forward to it um but yeah the after effects is it, the, the 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 end and the after effects are always the hardest part um but yeah i mean overall though gables uh you know we kind of talk about the effects the before and afters how was the day for you okay so extra life the day of that itself i thought it was pretty damn awesome personally mm-hmm. and not because i was just playing video games for 24 hours man no it's because Early on, I had surpassed my goal of $100. I started the day, like, you know, with uh, 35 bucks between uh, a donation from you and, like, one of our other teammates or one of the other people that helped support us, Alyssa Murphy, which, you mm-hmm. know what, I thank the donations That's from awesome, yeah. anybody. Yeah, and she always goes forth with us every year. She donates yeah. each one of us, and it's such an awesome and boost and stuff. Incredibly generous. Yeah, exactly. No, It's like a way where it's like, even if you don't, like raise a lot of money or something like that just having that thing it's like hey here's something right there you know if it's much more appreciative in terms of that sort of stuff but uh other than the donations from my mom and stuff i had this random anonymous like a hundred dollars that was just randomly dumped that's just randomly donated to me like late last night i was that night before the day and stuff i was asleep so it felt great because it, it felt like I've already accomplished my goal and now I can just chill and just focus on what I want to do. Yeah. I did have my mom advertise it through Facebook. I did go through and have like Instagram going through and like uh, advertising it that way a couple of times. Didn't want to bother a lot of people, so I just did the download type of posts and stuff. Oh, yeah. But uh, I spent most of my extra life playing Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Dude. I'll just say this, though. I was going in thinking, oh, okay, man, we'll just play a few hours of this and stuff, and I'll try to feel it and stuff like that. No, that game sucked me into the extent where the first live stream I did, I did it for like about freaking 15 hours. Mm-hmm. It felt like 15 hours or something like that. But, yeah, most of my extra life predominantly was playing through Guardians of the Galaxy. It definitely... I'm definitely through most of the game. I think at this point in time, I'm like on Chapter 13, yeah, you and got a few hours left. I got most. like a few hours left. And the fact remains is I played through most of that game in like one day. Yeah. It honestly, it didn't feel like I was playing it through in like an entire day. It felt like I was like playing it maybe within a few hours because of how good the quality of not just the storytelling, not just like the overall aesthetics of how it looked, but because the gameplay was pretty damn fun. I mean, mm-hmm. It wasn't anything original, but at the same time, I didn't care about the originality of it. I just cared about playing how good it felt playing it and combining, like, combos and everything with my team and stuff like that and listening to the random chatters of, like, my teammates. But, 
Oh my gosh. Nah. But uh, let's see. Predominantly, I spent a lot with Guardians of the Galaxy. I know that uh, when one of our one of our friends, uh, talking shit buddies, like Nerves and stuff, when he came on and stuff, both of us, like all three of us, eventually started playing. Like, uh, well, actually, did the three of us play? Like, we played we played a game of Predator, and then he had to leave for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. That it's a, like that was all a, three that was of, rough. Yeah, here's the thing, man. It's like. We played a little bit of Predator Hunting Grounds, right? And so mm-hmm. it's like all three of us did like one match. He had to, our friend had to go through and leave and stuff like that. But uh, I know you and I, we played a couple more matches of Predator Hunting Grounds, and we just thought together collectively, it's like, man, this kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like a, it was just a combination because like when the, I was telling you guys, like when this game first came out, everybody hated playing the Predator because yeah. so it's four v it's four v one. You like there's four guys, you know, your military guys. And you're trying to accomplish a mission and then escape on the chopper. And um, one person plays as Predator. Same people that made Friday the 13th made this game. When the game first came out, nobody liked playing as Predator because it was kind of difficult mm. to like learn. And like it just wasn't fun because you like if because you can actually if you all start together and just um, you, you can easily you can actually fairly easily kill the Predator. Um, or like I, when I was telling you guys like, man, when I played this, like 80 percent of the time you would you would win. You'd either kill them or you would escape. And um, but it's funny, like, well, I guess it's been out for like a year and a half. It's not a very big game. It's only on PC and uh, PS4. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this, you know, this game never really blew up at all. And I'm like, well, I mean, the people that are playing this now are probably badasses at it. Yep. And that was true. Uh, I mean, every we played like four games and every yep. game we got wrecked every single time. And it, what, it, what was even more frustrating was the fact that like every... It, we, we we were spending more time trying to get into a game than actually, excuse me, I got hiccups now, uh, than actually play the game. Like I think we absolutely we put like four or five matches, but we and the matches probably last three four minutes because we were getting killed so fast. But we would probably spend four or five minutes between each game trying to get into a game. So yeah. oh cool, we're about to start a game and then fucking we get dropped out. So basically, we spent like maybe an hour at most, probably playing yeah. Predator Hunting Ground. Well, we were in the menu of Predator Hunting Ground, not playing, I guess necessarily. Yeah, we'll just say it's maybe like ten or fifteen minutes of actual playing, and then most of it's just like waiting inside the queue in order to try to get things going with that stuff. But uh, yeah, the game suffers kind of like from what previous type of games of its type do. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking about like Friday the Thirteenth. I'm talking about like Dead by Daylight and stuff, where it's like the game's supposed to be popular. But at the same time, you're going to go and wait for queues and stuff, and you're just waiting in the lobby for people to show up or to, like, games to start and this and that. And uh, sometimes we have to exit out and try to go back in again in terms of, like, restarting the searching queue and do this. But uh, we did have some disconnections with that game, but, man, the disconnections while we're trying to do co-op stuff was definitely apparent. Yeah. Like, for example, like, you and I were trying to play, like, uh, well, even before we started playing, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! and stuff like that, we tried Back for Blood. Yep. Yep. So we decided to keep on the PlayStation chat, and we decided to go forth on to uh, Back for Blood and stuff, or on, on our Xbox, our Xbox One stuff, since it was on Game Pass. And Best man, gaming. Man, I, I will say, though, you know, it's like, it's, at its core, it's fundamental stuff, I do like the gameplay, because... So it's pretty much it's pretty much exactly like Left 4 Dead. Only it's like it, I think it I think it's actually like but it's like because Left 4 Dead the original one was kind of janky. 
yeah and stuff but we still loved it anyways and yes. this one actually feels like a solid uh like shooter game i feel like like i'm not saying it's like call of duty or anything but it's like it feels no. like a solid well-made uh game like you know but yeah go ahead i'm sorry but like i was saying though it's like it definitely does feel like solid gameplay wise and stuff I can understand the idea behind a lot of the deck making and a lot of the different type of perks and different type of things and stuff like that. But uh, there were a couple things that definitely need to be patched inside of this game. I mean, for one, whenever we were playing with bots and stuff online and then randomly, like with me or something, I'd, my character, for some odd reason that I was controlling, disappeared for like mm-hmm. a match or two and I had to take control of one of the bots yeah, was, so then we were bot, like then to, we were bought down. So yeah, yeah, we're like a bot down. I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on with this? I mean, it yeah, maybe it was more or less likely something on my end where I pressed something wrong and something just went wrong. But at the same time, it's I like a mixture, it. a mixture of that plus losing cards and stuff. If you don't finish like a run and stuff like that, that also was kind of a detriment. But uh, the biggest one is like the difficulty factor. When I joined Tyler and stuff, and we were trying to do freaking. Uh, and like a run for like act one yeah and doing all that stuff and the ai ends up being increasingly difficult to try to <laughs> especially with uh, the bots and everything just don't are not intelligent <laughs> when it comes to no. that it felt like the ai was just like harder with just two of us rather than like it was pretty much like kind of like what you were saying where uh and i think you hinted at this last night too where it's like it wasn't this difficult it wasn't that difficult yeah when you're doing it by yourself yeah, because, well, I mean, because, I, well, I, I beat this one mission. It's just, like, it's a, it's oddly, like, I beat I beat in the first two acts, and each act has, like, X amount of chapters. I think act one has, like, eight. I think act two has, like, six or something like that. And each one's, you know, eight, ten minutes. And they're all, I mean, you can run through them. When we're playing on Recruit, which is the easiest setting, but the game, like, tells you to, like, beat it on Recruit before and, like, um, get better cards but build better decks and stuff like that before going on the harder difficulties. So I'm like, okay, yeah. And this one mission, it's, it's like, it's crazy. It's like the fourth one in, but it's incredibly hard. Like one, the first, once I learned what to do and I, I like, I knew the mission, it was it's a lot easier. Like I've beaten it multiple times, but the first like t- two times I played it, I didn't know, really know what I was supposed to be doing. Like it got wrecked. And basically you're trying you have to like run across this bridge and there's just a, a horde of zombies coming at you the entire time. And yep. then once you get on the boat, you meet up with like, like basically like the army shows up and they give you these, um, uh, like, uh, C4 explosives or whatever. And you gotta go to the bottom of the boat and then you gotta put two on there. Um, which the, when I, when I played it before, I only had to do one. So yeah. we ran down there, we planned the one, we go run. I'm like, Oh fuck, we gotta do this twice. So then we had to run through the horde of zombies, go back, get the other one, run all the way back down, get it again. I'm like, give us once we plan it, we gotta go. And like, like, yep. But it was just, like, the hordes and, like, they have, like, the stronger uh, variant, variants of the zombies. They have, like, they have, like, the witch one. They have the boomer. They have the one, like, the big tank guy. And it was just, like, it was just an onslaught that would never end. And our bots were, like, yeah. Like, the bots are actually pretty decent. But for some reason in this game, they were, in our game, it was, they were just worthless. They kept dying and we're just, we eventually were just, like, we can't go back for them like they're like two floors up we're at the bottom we just need to plant the shit and go and then they'll come back to them but we we never could beat it we failed twice and had to start all over and we're like ah we're good but yeah that was pretty yeah. frustrating with that end but uh, one of the things i noticed is like when there are certain times where 
sometimes you'll like uh, fall off of something and you're just grabbing on a ledge, but you can't pull yeah. yourself up. You have to have one of your teammates pull you up. It was the stupidest thing that happened to where I literally was jumping from ship to like the ledge and I'd cut the thing. I cut the like uh, the corner before exiting the ship. And I'm like on this thing, like right next to the dock, and he's just hanging on there. My yeah. character's hanging on there, and I'm like, I'm not even that far away from the freaking entrance thing. He could have just, you know, put himself yeah. back over, you know, instead of going to that animation and stuff. And so here I am. It's like I think you were the first time this happened. I was I accidentally misstepped and I fell at the bow of a ship, right? And I'm hanging at the edge of the ship. I'm seeing you like right across the map. You're trying to do your best trying to get back over before I end up dying, but at the same yeah. point, at that time, it was too late because yeah, well, what what screwed me up though was like because it showed you like on this on the boat. Yeah. you said you were like on one floor, but my game was saying you're on the, the the floor below it. So I ran down there, and you're like, "Oh no, I'm up here." So I'm like, "But your name was hovering down on the floor below you." So I'm like, "I'm like, where the f-? like you were just invisible to me." Well, here's so. what happened during that same game. One of the bots died, right? Yeah. And so I had to control the other bot. <laughs> and so you see my name is like twice or something on those two perspectives. Oh, and it yeah. was confusing. I mean. Maybe that's what it was then. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, boy. But uh, yeah. with that confusion and stuff, I, I agree with you in terms of, like, say, the gameplay that does feel pretty solid. But at the same point. There are definitely a bunch of improvements that can be made, not only just for the leveling, the balancing of the difficulty when you have multiple players around there, because it seems like the difficulty gets spiked when you have more than one person. Well, and that's what I mean. I don't, I don't know because like I've beaten that on solo with three bots, and I've beaten that with a bunch of randoms multiple times. Right. Like probably like three. I probably beat it like four times combined, and it's just like like once that like once I learned it, it's been easy. That's for like. I failed right. twice when I first started it, and then since then I've beaten it three, four times. I mean, with no yeah. real problem. So, like, once you know the strategy, it's just like, our right, boom, boom, go. But, yeah, uh, yeah th- this time we just got fucking – it was just never-ending. And, our, like I said, our bots kept dying. And, like, they kept reviving each other, but while they are reviving each other, like, the other one would die. So, yeah, they were completely useless in this game. Well, I will say, though, that mission you did show me, the one with the, the G-Box, the songs going yep. through. I thought Ball it was pretty cool, too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, you and I were playing Yu-Gi-Oh! And uh, we tried playing... We played a couple matches successfully, but at the same time, we kept getting disconnected, especially when we tried to do, like, uh, the Duelist Pack challenges and, like, the... Yeah, that was so up. frustrating. We spent, like, a half an hour preparing for this game. And we got, like, what, maybe six, seven turns in, and it booted us? Yeah. And you understand why that people don't really like to really play that game online too often, I guess. Why you can hardly yeah. find anybody in the online stuff. It's a six-year-old game, so. Yeah, that too. But yeah. uh, after that, yeah, we pretty much did like, our separate things. But uh, to bring it back to the Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, that definitely was the game of extra life for me. I could not get enough of, like, enjoying... Just, not just the set pieces, but the story in of itself, I thought was fairly strong. The, the combat of it, you know, between the different characters, I actually thought how, I actually couldn't believe like how fluid everything was in that regards, and the different types of combinations of weapons and like combos that you can discover and stuff. I think during this one playthrough, I've uh, gotten close to about fifty percent of the stuff done for the trophy stuff. Mm. 
I'm pretty adamant. Once I do finish this game and stuff like that, I'm going to definitely probably play it another time, but I'm not going to focus on it as, like, you know, go through another thing to try to aim for the Platinum right now. There's a couple more games I do want to try to play on the PS5 before the year ends. So... I gotta say, though, it's like, I've played a fair amount. I know you've went through and beat it during Extra yep. Life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. How about oh, okay. you with your Extra Life stuff? Um, So I started off, played Madden like I always do. I played, I, I jump in sporadically with that. I play, play a game here. I think I played like five games overall. Um, mm-hmm. So that's probably, that's probably took up a good quarter of my Extra Life. Um, I was jumping around a little bit. Like, I played some uh, Far Cry 6. That was one of the games I talked about a couple weeks ago, like, I played through like the first few hours to kind of get yeah. to like the tutorial section to start the game, and I, I think I put like I put like probably like four hours in that one, and I was like I was hope that was kind of playing on like Guardians of the Galaxy. That I was kind of hoping that would be that for me, because um, I've talked about like Ubisoft games for me in the past have been like perfect extra life games because you can just do like side shit, and then a lot, some of these games like if you don't really care about the story, you don't like it doesn't really matter, um, and I just I don't know it just I, I'm, the more I play it, I'm like this is just. I don't really, I just don't, I'm not digging this. I'm not liking this. So, um, I, I kept playing it. I'm like, maybe it'll click for me. Maybe it'll click for me. And I just, it hasn't really at all. And I was just, I was even just doing main, I was even doing like the main story stuff. And like, usually that's, a, that part's at least pretty good, like pretty good to like really good. in some of these Ubisoft, you know, map games. And, um, yeah, it just wasn't clicking for me. So, uh, I went back to it like later. I played it for like two hours and I'm like, oh, two, three hours. And I'm like, I jumped on something else and I went back to it again. I played it for like another hour. I'm like, no, nah, I think I'm, I'm done with this this game. Like I said, I think six seven hours overall, probably in it. Um, then uh, what else did I play? Um, play. Like I said, we talked about Predator, Back for Blood, mm-hmm. uh, Yu Gi Oh. But then like, um, yeah, then I jumped in the Guardians and I, I was on chapter. I think I was end of chapter twelve, beginning of chapter thirteen. Oh, uh, when okay. I when I started. So basically, where you ended is about where yeah. I, I started at. Yep. And um cuz I've been playing it sporadically over the last couple of weeks. Um and yeah, then I end up just poop socking the last few hours of that game. Uh and I started talking to you and yeah. uh it was funny you're playing you're playing it and I'm like, you know, I, I'm like as I'm finishing it. It was funny there's one moment I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but like I told Gables I was like, "Oh, I beat the game with the credits rolling." And uh he's like, "Oh yeah, cool." And I'm like, I'm like, wait, what the fuck? He's like, what? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> so Gables will know when he gets there. Yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll, when, you'll figure out what, what my, oh, what the fuck was about when, uh, when you get there. But, um, yeah, that game is, I mean, I raved about it last week, uh, and I was talking uh, to nervous about it when he was in there with us. And, um, I was, he's like, what'd you guys think? What, what'd you think? I'm like, it's probably one of my games of the year, which yeah. is hard, which is hard to say, especially this year. Um, cause it, usually when I say it's a game of the year contender, it's usually like a list of like two or three games. My game of the year list right now is probably like 75 games at this point. And I've only played like 12. Um, it's ridiculous uh, how um, stacked, I think. Even though it's not like it's not been a 10 out of 10 uh, game year, but it's been like a lot of solid like 8.5s and 9s this right. year. And so it's just like uh, there's, there's just a big clump of really good games that all of them, all of them I want to be like – not my game of the year. Uh, I'm not looking forward to in about six weeks when I had to put that list together. Um, yeah. It's just crazy to think that we're getting to the game of the year time. But um, Absolutely. It just feels like the game of the year stuff for this year. I mean, 
I honestly feel like there's not going to be one definitive, like, uh, it doesn't feel like there's going to be, like, one definitive game this year, because it feels like, even though there wasn't that one game where I'm, like, I'm just saying, okay, this is my definite game of the year and stuff like that, yeah. it just feels like a hodgepodge of, like, all these other experiences that I've had throughout the year that are going to be interblended in, mm-hmm. if that's, yeah, if that's, like, uh, to be believed in that regards, but I'm, like, I am going to have a tough time trying to decide what was the best in terms of this year. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. Like, I think this much, like, it hasn't been, like, the greatest year, but I think it's still been a really pretty solid year considering, you know, COVID and everything like that. Um, I think we're, like, and I think a lot of us, I mean, we talked about even last year, about, right. like, uh, you know, like, I think next year, like, with COVID going, like, we were going into 2021, we were talking, and I'm like, man, there's just, we don't know a lot about 2021. And it's like, so I have a feeling it's just like either stuff's going to fill out real quick or it's just not going to be a great year. I mean, it's turned out to be better than I thought with, cause, but all these games that came out, we didn't know, we we didn't even really know about until right. they're out. Um, but yeah, anyways, going back to Extra Life, like it's been, uh, that game was phenomenal. Um, yeah, but uh, we'll go, well, yeah, I think, yeah, this year has not been the greatest year, but it's not like 2019 bad where like 2019 was like, we have a bunch of like low eights kind of games yes. like yeah and like i feel like this year we have a lot of like mid to high eights low 90s like it if you're looking at metacritic scores it definitely feels like that to where a lot of games that are probably going to be on our lists are probably how we feel like are maybe middle of the pack more or less like a seven to eight sort of game mm-hmm. in some retro regards and stuff maybe a few nines thrown in perhaps yeah there'll be but, no yeah. when we do game of the decade or game of the generation for this in six seven years, um, I don't think anything on on this this year will be on this list. Is what I don't think basically so. what I'm saying. Yeah, I, well, I mean, so, if it is, that, that just one. means yeah. Unless we just have a really bad decade of games, which would be scary. Um, yes. Yeah, I love that game. That game was uh, really great. It's probably one of the funniest games I played. It's up there, like South Park, for yeah. a game that just made me laugh out loud multiple times. I heard Gables laugh out loud probably two dozen times easily oh, uh at yeah, some of the some shit stuff there yeah uh and the music the way like the way everything flows so together is just it, it's like the perfect some uh thing i heard for guardians of the galaxy was like it's final fantasy 7 remake battle system light and i'm like that's actually incredible it's not i'm like it's not even an insult i, I think the way of putting it but uh it's a really good like yeah it's not as complex uh, as like a you know Final Fantasy VII remake, but I think it's re- still really well made. And I, man, uh, I, yeah, I love that game. And I think the forefront of that game was was every like the battle, the battling, and the game, the gameplay parts were second to everything else in this game. Um, and they, I think it was more important to nail. I'd rather have everything. I'd rather have a top tier characters, comedy, uh, world, car- uh, all you know, uh, story than. Uh, top tier uh battling in this game if i had to choose um but yeah played a finish that up um what the fuck else did i play this is what sucks about extra life is like <laughs> it's just just a blur like gables will talk to me about shit and like tell me like things that we did and i'm like i don't remember any of that like especially like the last chunk it's like i remember like what was really funny was like we were playing uh games and then like uh, uh nerves uh son got on there and was talking to us and yep. was telling us some funny stuff. I don't even know, like some like he had us in tears laughing. I don't know if it was just from sleep deprivation, um, 
or deprivation, de- deprivement. I don't know. I, I can't words hard. Um, but um, like I would, I we both of us were like crying, laughing at him. And he, he thought he was the funniest person in the world. And I mean, to to me yesterday he was. And what was that? What was that name he said? Le- Leo, Scrubob, uh, Scrubub, Leo. I don't remember. Um, wow. he, he said he made a joke. He kept trying to make this joke, and he kept like screwing it up. And then he finally like made it, but then like he screwed it up. But like he said something really funny, and it just it killed us. Uh, yeah, Nerves was getting mad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something to do with sick of butter. But uh, um, he get mad because we were laughing at him because he was making fun of nerves, which is funny. Um, <laughs> I'll fun with that one. He's like, oh, you guys, you fucks, this is my last sexual life now because of you guys. Um, he was playing Assassin's Creed a lot, and they played It Takes Two together. Um, that was really funny. I, I enjoyed that, him jumping on. And he was telling us he's going to sell his Bionicle Legos for kajillions of dollars, so... Gables and I have, uh, are starting up a uh, Bionicles co- uh, coin. It's like a Bitcoin um, <laughs> subcategory, but it's Bionicles coin. Um, so we're starting that up. Let us know if you're interested. Um, we're going to start mining that soon. Um, and then to do some, eventually do some NFTs of uh, Gables and the nude and his ex-wives. Um, but um, <laughs> um, yeah, like, I, so I played a bunch of that. That was probably, that took me through a good chunk of the day. Uh, I, so I, I ended up buying this one game. Um, yeah. and I finished this. I actually finished it up because it's like it's like an hour. It's really short here. Um, okay. But it's a, so what's it's a blood blood shore. I think is what's called. Blood so shore. it is a FMV game. But right. um, so it's this company called Wales Interactive. They make FMV games. And they usually have like one or two a year. And they made a couple of games like one's called The Bunker, which was actually pretty decent. OK. And there was another one. I cannot remember the name of it, but it was actually like a really and they're always they're all like an hour, an hour and a half like the like a short movie, not even a yes. full length movie. Um, and then it's like, not there's not like a top tier budget or um, the, the acting isn't phenomenal, but like, um, so, but I, I, I would always play all their games, but then the last, the last like four years, they'd put out like these games, but they're like murder mysteries. And instead of like, you actually like watching a movie and making decisions based off of what they're doing, or like some of them, you can even control the character. Like it was basically turned into like a first person thing where you're sitting on a chair interviewing people so like you weren't even like interacting you were literally just listening to people talk make make decisions uh like there was no moving around it's just a camera and a, and a person you know your character doesn't even talk it's just you literally just watch like someone's just talking to you um and i was like i just wasn't enjoying those i fell off of them and then this came out and i watched the trailer for it and i'm like this looks terrible but I, I gotta play it uh but I'm, I'm just excited that they're going back to like some of this stuff here um and so um it's Basically, it just came out like last week too, and it's so. What it is, it, it's it. Oh boy, it uh, it is a battle royale FMV game, but like I said, it's a movie where you just make you don't control the characters, but you oh, make decisions. Right. And like, well, you so there's one character, um, Nick Romeo Romero Romeo Romero, one of those two. Uh, that's his name, and he's like, but what's so dumb and funny about it is that like, so it's basically like. 50 people get put on an island. You don't see all 50. There's not that many actors in this. Um, they're on this island. But it's like they took like uh, podcasters, streamers, uh, content creators, like these names and like Z-list celebrities, you know, like 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 uh, child stars. And like it's a it's a battle royale where it's real life battle royale. But they it's like they stream it. And then like there's like it'll cut the people like watching it. And like people are watching their phone. There's like the people doing the live live reactions to it, like streaming 
uh, they're streaming them reacting to the stream and like people talk. It's so fucking, it's so dumb. Uh, I finished it up though. I, I enjoyed it. Like, it's not great. It's really bad. It's really dumb, but I think it's like, I'm like, I at least hope that's what they're going for. Cause it's right. like the acting is awful. Uh, the, some of the story stuff does not make it, it feels like a really, it's like everything you want out of like a really bad budget horror movie is like, this is what mm-hmm. this is like bad effects. Uh, like when you shoot some, like they, they like people get killed and like they get shot and like the, the, the effects of like the shot and the blood and like the sound of the gun when they shoot is hilarious. It's just like, doesn't sound, it just sounds like a wet fart uh, more <laughs> than it sounds like a gunshot. But like, yeah, I don't know. It was just really entertaining. Like I said, it's like an hour, maybe an hour 15 at most. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. I started playing it and I was like, this is, this is terrible, but I, I'm enjoying this. It's not like the other couple, the other ones they made were actually like, I thought like were legitimately pretty good and well-made. Uh, this one was just felt like a really great, like if we were doing like when, like we have our group of friends, we get together and do like bad movie, drink drinkies and we watch like a really bad, low budget horror movie. Yeah. And we make, and like, we just laugh hysterically at it. Um, this is like what I would pick as a bad movie, drink drinky. Uh, and like, I, like if we, like there was a video game drinking drinky, this would be it. But like, there's not like, there's no like boobs or anything like that. So, which is a good chunk of the drinking in some of those, those low budget horror movies. Um, but like you could see the twist coming from a mile away. Um, it's, it's just, it's funny. Um, so I played that, I played a good chunk of that. And then I just finished up like, I had like 30 minutes left. I, I played like half of it there. And then I played there half today, last night or Jesus Christ today tonight all the the last three days have just merged together for me um i've barely seen the sun um which i guess isn't if you've seen me you're pretty pretty pale uh that's just my life in general um yeah then we we spent probably a good four i say like the latter chunk of it like good four or five hours was like back for blood predator Yu-Gi-Oh. uh mostly us Yu-Gi-Oh starting a game and then five minutes into it getting kicked out of the game um then uh, I finished up with Picross. I was just like, I, I was, I was going to play another game of Madden, but I was just like, man, I like, it was like you were saying earlier about like, you feel like you're concentrating more harder than ever, but like, you're just, you're not like nothing's like your motor skills are off or like, you know what you need to do. And you're like, you're trying to tell your body to do it, but yep. it's just not happening at all. I definitely just, felt that that last hour when I was, uh, I finished off when I finished off the whole night with Tekken Seven and stuff. Where I was just I wasn't doing anything like strenuous. I wasn't going through arcade. I wasn't going doing online matches. I was going through the practice mode, playing with a character that I like playing as like uh, Zafina. And mm-hmm. then afterwards, I decided, okay, you know what, I'm gonna do some Tekken bowling. And so I pretty much like uh, stayed on that one mode, and I played that 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 uh, bowling mode. And throughout that rest of that time and stuff. I kept noticing, like, I hit the pins and stuff, and I kept coming up with like all these different types of uh, these uh, these set these setups or something like that when I hit the pin. So there's like a little there's like a thing called like a baby split or something like that when you have the one pin like at the far back and like another pin like at the I think it's either the third or the fourth like position or whatsoever. It's basically mm-hmm. like a various version of like a split, and then it's like all these different pin combinations and stuff because I'm so used to do like strikes in a specific angle is not, but I kept on like just missing the slightest little things as like, I was getting yeah. more and more tired. And I think I finally got like, I thought a two seventeen on side of one of them, which is the best. It's the best record that I've gotten for that character. But I played like about, I kid you not like 10, 15 matches of like this ultimate bowling stuff. And I, 
finished off that thing. I'm like, it's midnight. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was, uh, yeah, it was great though. It's, it's fun. Um, I had a good time. Uh, you know, it's always just, it's always good. It's always fun. You're always doing it for a good cause. Um, paying for it today, but I do it 10 out of 10, do it, do it every year. Um, can't wait for next year. I'm already counting down yeah. the days. Um, yeah, it's definitely like, yeah, I definitely have like that. Like, it was hard for me to go like, like I was saying, I couldn't go back, fall back to sleep. Cause it's like, it's like when you're like, it reminds me of like when I was a, like a little kid waking up in the middle of the night on Christmas morning, but it'd be like two, three in the morning. And it's just like, I can't go back to sleep. Cause I know here's soon I'm open presents, but it's like, I, I gotta wait for my parents to wake up to open presents. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like that in a way where it's like, I know I gotta get some sleep. Cause I got like, I, I gotta play games, but it's like, man, I just want to, I just can't wait to start. So uh, it's kind of the same thing. And then, like when it's over, you have like that. It's like that realization when you're a kid after Christmas and you've like opened the last present. It's like, yeah, you got all this cool stuff. And like, like a lot of you had some good memories. And cool stuff happened here. But it's like, you're just kind of sad it's over. There's no more of it. Yeah. Uh, at least for the, at least for this year. So uh, can't wait. Um, like I said, it's my, my favorite, least favorite day of the year. But uh, yeah, it was a blast. Uh, another year in the book, another good chunk of money raised for kids. So yeah. Um, pretty awesome but uh gables feel like we should uh jump into some news now okay. um so not not a lot going on this week gables uh kind of a slower week but we have some like most of it's stuff calling from like um financial reports uh yeah. this week we got some Nintendo sales numbers um some news about activision blizzard a uh, couple delays um i did really real quick off the top here want to mention that it takes two is now a game pass yeah, it is. And it, on EA Play. Uh, and uh, if you don't know about Game Pass, it's the best deal in gaming. Um, I, they should start paying me for this. And that's, that. like, I just, Game Pass is awesome. But I, I even, like, I've been, like, I put in, like, it's in the talking ship group now. It's such a joke at this point how much we talk about Game Pass. Um, and we're not even Xbox guys. We're not Xbox at all. We were PlayStation guys a, a year ago. Uh, and now it's, like, a good chunk. Of, like, I accidentally converted a lot of people to Xbox, I think, in the last, like, um, <laughs> six eight months probably did dude <laughs> yeah like people knew about game pass and a couple people had it but i was like i mentioned it and like i kept talking about it, especially when i got my series s and i'm like and now it's like a bunch of people just bought xbox uh series consoles after that or even like xbox one s's and uh yeah it's on there i'm trying to get i just you know i'm singing the praises of that fucking game it takes two another game that's in my it's in, it's in the clump uh right about here yep. uh for in my game of the year uh, contenders, it's right there yep. so on it's my like, list with the like, other fifteen fucking games. I know two games that you and I are probably going to both have in common is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy and probably It Takes Two because both of them mm. obviously are fantastic games, different reasons mm. and stuff. But yeah, that was one of the best moments of this year when mm. our playthrough of Take It Takes Two. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know they won't rank. I know those games won't rank above Haven for you, but um, <laughs> another game I'm sure I'll have in common. <laughs> uh, but uh, I just want to mention that real fast that. Uh, yeah, it it takes two is out there. Please play it. That game is phenomenal. I want them to keep making games for as long as they want. And then also, another thing in my here, Midnight Suns was delayed. It's that Marvel game that's being made by the uh, yes. XCOM people. Uh, that got delayed. It's coming out March 25th. I believe was the date. It was in March. In the March. Uh, and I oh, know that's Saints Row. It was like March 18th, somewhere in March. Um, it got delayed. So now it's quarter two or the second half of um, 2022 now. Um, so yeah, it's whatever. But we t- we've talked about this where you look at the first like three months, and really just look from like end of January to end of March, so, like an eight week period. It's just an onslaught of fucking games. 
uh, coming out. Um, you know, you know, so if you, if you, uh, need to get a second mortgage out for those games, I recommend getting on that soon. Cause, uh, it's gonna be crazy. Uh, if you want to play all those, but, um, it, stuff had to get moved. Um, even if they, I'm sure even if that game was ready, it's like, we should probably move. <laughs> it's like, we're gonna get buried. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I feel like the buzz for that game's kind of died. I think there's a lot of hope and hype for it when they announced it. And then, um, once they, uh, showed the gameplay, I feel like a lot of people was like, eh, never mind. So, um, we'll have to wait and see though. Uh, but moving on to some topics here, Gables, you put this in here. Yes. And I want to hear what you have to say about it. Uh, what's going on with Destiny 2? Which Queen DLC? That's coming out in early next year, right? February? Speaking yes. of the crazy onslaught of games coming out in the first yes. quarter of next year. All right. So to give a little basic information at first, for those that uh, don't know what this thing is, is basically Destiny 2 has an expansion coming out in February of 2022 called The Witch Queen. It delves into a character by the name of Sabathun and stuff like that. It's like a whole bunch of different lore and a bunch of different crap. I can't remember it right now because I'm half asleep, half awake. But at the same time... Doing better than me. To give a, go, to give a full like emphasis upon uh, what's going on with that DLC in general, I have to bring up the three... I granted three types of like uh, things that they're offering in terms of how they how you can buy this expansion... So basically, you have three different things I'm currently looking through. Yeah, I'm just basically currently looking through on Steam right now mm. that uh, the different type of packages and stuff. So there's three in all. There's the original thing, like the Witch Queen, that expansion itself, which is $40. I think, yeah, I believe it's $40 just for that base expansion. Then you have another... Another thing that quintessentially is like uh, the Halo, like not Halo, but the Destiny 2, like uh, 30th anniversary, Bungie 30th anniversary package and stuff. Now, each of these packages hold their own individual type of content in that retrospect, but the one that I'm currently looking at and stuff is this uh, Destiny 2, let's see, the Witch Queen. This is like a deluxe, uh, this is like a full on, like, Ultimate Edition or something. It's $100, right? Which. Here's the thing, the $100 one... It it's more than the, whole, the original game. I know. It's more than the original game and a lot of the content even back then, but the thing that this package holds, it's like you have the expansion itself, you have about four seasons worth of like uh, quintessentially like interchange between the two seasons and stuff. So what that means is every time that Destiny goes through one of its seasons, you know how like some of them are like free for other services, say like with Fortnite and for like yeah. uh, Apex Legends and stuff. No, Bungie charges you ten dollars to go forth and get all the content in regards to what you can earn throughout an entire season. There's like two tiers, right? And I've seen. This oh yeah, in other that's games ba- too. the battle. You talking about the battle pass? I mean yes. Fortnite and all those. Like there's the free tier, and then there's the one you got to pay for. Okay, yeah, yeah, for those type of things, yes. I honestly hadn't realized that for Fortnite and Apex because I yeah Fortnite really Fortnite those. made that big like they every they, all live service games do that even fucking Marvel does for some reason. All right, I wasn't aware of that. I can more or less vouch for like say Dead by Daylight and like freaking this game. It seems like more or less like a lot of the online multiplayer style games have these two tiers like per season and stuff, one paid content and whatnot. But uh, yeah, four of those which is quintessentially like ten dollars a like a season, right? So they're trying to justify like the Witch Queen expansion on top of the four forty dollar type of thing, like those season things on top of like having the Bungie thirtieth anniversary, which has two dungeons, right? 
that are not available inside of the actual expansion content, right? The $40 edition, where that's actually mandatory in order to get certain armor, certain other types of stuff that may be vital in terms of, say, mm. different weapon buildings, builds and stuff like that. So quintessentially, the whole controversy in regards to this is like two things. One, that the whole packaging and price of these additions for like locking out specific features that you will want to go and have by if you uh, like from the get-go and stuff. Let's see, the longer you wait upon a lot of these different expansion paths, I mean, I've learned this in the past that it's like Bungie tries to get you in the first the first thing, you know, with these $100 passes and this and that, these special edition stuff. Because they punish their players the longer they wait to try to invest inside of this sort of an eco, this ecosystem in that regards. I've endured that a couple of times. One with Forsaken and the other for the wood, no, for Beyond Light. So for the Forsaken one, it's like they had their own specific types of things like seasons leading up until now, right? But uh, it's gotten to a point now where it feels like Bungie definitely is hiding specific features that you may want that's of the necessity inside of the higher echelon of uh, money packs so locking a couple of dungeons away that people are going to want to play or different types of features different type of game modes inside of this 100 dollars thing that's what people are getting all up in arms about on top of the other thing that's a controversy is taking away paid content with the forsaken dlc that whole expansion, that kind of content, that's being sunset. That's not sunsetted, but it's being like pretty much put into the vault and stuff. And, and from their own words and stuff, being like uh, maybe remastered or reintroduced in different playlists in that regards. It's going in the Disney vault. But essentially, it's his Bungie's own version of like freaking Disney vaults. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's rubbed a lot of the fan. It's rubbed a lot of the players of Destiny to the wrong way. And I can humbly understand why. Because you spend so much money playing and playing Destiny 2, not only investing inside of like the game in and of itself, but trying to play through a lot of the content, and then having a lot of this paid content being taken away, or base content and stuff that you were able to enjoy, or missions that you were able to go for, and experience being taken away and stuff. Now, I understand for other games, like, say, other MMOs or other things like that and stuff, there have been... Different quests or different type of things are taken away from the past. But here's the thing, though. It's like Destiny 2 is one of the only MMO style of games that I can remember that by taking away main portions of paid content that you've had, say, with uh, Beyond Light or what you have with like other types of like things, say, Scarlet Keep or whatsoever. You know, these are fairly, I mean, they're not like, say, new, new. They're like maybe a couple of years old at this point. I mean... Forsaken was like what 2017, 2018, I want to say. Well, the game came out in 2017. So. Okay, 2017. So I'm thinking about 2018 by, or 2019. By 2018, yeah. Yeah, that's still fairly fresh and stuff. What I don't understand from this scenario, it's like, yeah, you're introducing a new expansion and people want to pay the expansion, but at the same time, getting rid of content not only players have paid for, but yet if new players going in that don't know like a lot of this main story, like a lot of the lore or a lot of the things of why you want to do this to begin with, 
a lot of it is going to be lost in and of itself because there are content, there are pieces missing. There are literally pieces that are missing, not only in terms of story modes, but in terms of missions that you may want to go forth and experience, but you no longer have that option because the main campaign stuff, you know, has been streamlined, you know, to where, you know, when, like when you and I were playing Destiny 2, first starting off with back then, it was entirely different in terms of its campaign and in terms of like, it's DLC, like infrastructure stuff, then say now, where players immediately go through, you can start a new character, and you could basically start, you could basically start like in certain aspects of the Destiny 2 campaign, but uh, it'll throw you into like, say like the newest expansion, the newest things like that, and you have to uh, progressively chip away at certain things, but uh, the main crux of this game you're playing, you know, Destiny 2 is basically doing weekly content stuff like with gambit with crucible with the vanguard stuff with this and that but uh basically what i'm saying is you compare like say destiny 2 with its expansion format and this and that to say like another style of game similar to this which by similar i mean like the dlc and like the expansion structure like say like a final fantasy fifth like 15 like 14 15 no no final fantasy i want to say 14 14 yes that's yeah. what I meant. Where you have Final Fantasy fourteen, where he hell, it's on sale right now here for like freaking the PlayStation store and stuff, where you can get like twenty five, maybe twenty four, twenty five dollars or something like that for all of the expansions, even though it's like a fifteen dollar a month like subscription because it's an MMO. But the fact remains is you get all that content and stuff, not having to, you know, at a discount price or at the moment, right? But the core idea is you have all this content that you can go through and play through and enjoy enjoying different aspects of the story mode and stuff leading up to their eventual expansion of like uh, what they got going coming up whereas you have destiny 2 taking away content paid content with forsaken with this and that and stuff it feels like less of a it actually feels like less of a deal the more you think about it it feels more like a quick money grab in regards to Bungie in regards you know in, in regards to like the longtime players of Destiny 2 more or less but even though I've have I am saying this and stuff I know a couple of my friends that are inside of a Destiny 2 clan that I'm in and stuff like that they've already went full on in paying $100 and stuff like that it's more or less sort of like a cycle of abuse sort of thing inside of this core aspect and stuff people love playing Destiny 2 to the extent where they feel like that it's a great deal to spend this $100. Not knowing full well, it's like they are pretty much getting minimized returns from this because that content is only good for like... Like most of that content involves the seasons that come out, right? And so once that season's over after at least a couple of months or however long, like Bungie has these uh, seasons last for Though that content, a lot of those different perks, a lot of different things that you're using for like an artifact and stuff, that goes away and it gets, it changes, right? And yeah, so, but that's that's most life service games though. To be yeah, fair. yeah, that's that's true too. But at the same time, you're paying a hundred dollars for a lot of content that you don't know what's going to be coming out. You know, so it's like yeah, it could, it's, a, it's a leap of faith. Curious quality. Sure. It's like a leap of faith type of thing, but. Uh, yeah. More or less, my stance on this in that regards and the whole controversy and stuff. It's like I understand why long-term, long-time Destiny Two players and stuff like that are looking at this. Okay, this is this is pretty much like a bad deal all around in regards to the whole not only 
hiding certain features and game modes behind specific packaging and stuff, forcing long-term players, if you want to get the best experience, get the $100 type of version in that regards. I also see it like from another perspective to where, hey, if you only play one or two games a year and Destiny 2 happens to be one of it, I mean, one, then that's not going to be that big of a, like a loss for you because you don't care. Yeah. You're just going to go through and play what you're going to go through and enjoy. For myself, I'm like, I don't know. I'm really questioning it, you know, because it's like, yeah. I don't want to spend $100 on Destiny 2. No. No. Yeah, I mean... No, uh... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Like Go I was ahead. saying, I don't want to spend a hundred dollars on this expansion and then like play it maybe off and on while I'm playing everything else under the sun because it feels like to me that Destiny Two, even though it is damn fun, I do play with certain friends and stuff like that. God, it's it could sometimes be a gigantic waste of time because I could just use that for like other games that I have that I could play yeah. and enjoy and finish up a couple backlogs, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. But yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I, I get where you're coming from, but it's like, I feel like it's kind of like when we bought, you know, I bought a PS5 at launch and it's like, yeah. I'm buying the PS5 when it's at its most expensive and probably it's, it's worse manufacture. You know, like I, we're basically, we're paying the most money to get it early and basically test dummies. And that's the thing with like most things you buy the well, yeah. earliest version. Are you like, or I feel the harder, like it's, it's always the hardest core fans are the ones that usually, you know, pay the most and, and financially and in, you know, testing shit out. You know, it's like, I used to spend the extra, uh, up until this year, uh, you know, Madden would be like, it's 80 bucks. If you want to play it three days early. And the difference would be like, well, I can either play it on Tuesday or pay next 20 bucks, play it on Friday. And then I can play right. it all weekend. So I was like, well, fuck it. That, they was, was super smart of them to do that. It's like, even like Forza Horizon 5 did the same thing. You could buy the, if you don't want to, if you're buying it, uh, it's 60 bucks. You can play on Tuesday or you can pay, I think it's like, I think it's a hundred. You could get it, you can play it on Friday. It's people have been playing it since Friday. Um, or you could just be like us and use the best deal in gaming, Game Pass, and play it there um, for just fourteen ninety nine a month with Ultimate. Or nine ninety nine a right. month if you just want to play with Game Pass. Uh, I'm, I'm done shilling unless, until they start paying me. Um, but, um, Anyways, you know, it's like, it's just, I even know, like, I so I pay the, you know, I pay the extra money, the $20 extra dollars to play Madden three days early. It was always at its worst right there because the day one patch usually dropped, didn't come until Monday night. Right. So, like, there's buggy, it's broken, like, not broken, but it was very buggy and doing bullshit. Um, it's like, it's just kind of how it is. I mean, this is different because it's like, I don't think that's going to be the case. Like, it sounds like you're saying here, you're like, you're basically paying for the next four seasons, which you're. I think if you're someone that you know for a fact, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things, it's case by case basis. If you know for a fact, you're going to be paying for that. Like, so what? It's $30 for the base one. Yep. Um, so if you really think about it, so you're paying $30 for the base thing. You're just basically giving them that $40 you're already going to give them ahead of time. You're just giving it to them now. Right. Which right. I can get the, the, the way I am, like, about, like, I pre order games, like, when I, when I have extra money, like, now if I have a game, if like a game I could pre order now, um, doesn't come out, say, till February. And, but I have the extra cash now. I'll just pre-order it now. That way, the case, you know, like Horizon that comes out February 18th. I had that pre-ordered on, on yeah. PS5. I pre-ordered when I have the extra cash. It's like, because I know, right now I had the cash for it. In four months, I might have the cash for it. So it's like, and then I, if that money I had extra, you know, a couple weeks ago, probably would have just blown that on something stupid. So it's like, at least that's, Ooh, you know. All right. Th- th- that's kind of what, like, I don't know. I mean, that's the way I am about shit. Like, I've, like... Basically every game I want to play is I have pre-ordered out, like all these games I've, I've been playing this holiday and this like fall. I pre-ordered 
fucking months ago. E3, before some of these before that because delays, obviously. But uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not saying like you're not wrong the way you feel you are, but I think it's definitely like, the, like case by case. It's like if you're yes. a hardcore enough fan, like Gables, you go, you play this game almost weekly. I know, like lately, obviously they're like. Everything got delayed. COVID fucked everything up, so the season's been expanded. But uh, I mean, like, if you're someone playing it, I can see like, I, I, it's even like you said, like this is your game. Like, yeah, I, I like that was my my idea of thinking. I was like, oh, I'm like, if all the games like with Madden for me, it's like, you know, like there's a lot of games I play through, and it's like you know, I beat them in five hours or six hours. I uh, played through it once, and I like, played through it in a weekend, and I never punched it again. I spent 60 bucks on this thing. I, was, like, I had a great time. I'm not saying it wasn't worth it, but it's like for me, it's like Madden. I, I put like 150 to 200 hours in. Some of them, right. not that, that's now, but like four or five years ago, I was putting three, 400 hours into them. If there's ever a game I was getting my money's worth out of, it's this. So dropping the extra $20 to get it three days earlier and have three more days to play it, like, yeah, it's like it's like I'm, no question for me. Like when I went to 100, I'm like, no, that that you're at. No, I'm not doing that. I'll, I'll wait. I'll I'll just I'll save the thirty bucks and um, just you know play it on Tuesday. But uh, yeah, I mean I don't know. It's like I said, it's case by case. I'm not saying you're wrong. Um, I, it's just definitely like I could see like I completely understand where you're coming from. Like I I felt that this like I just said like I felt like this year when Madden when they finally jumped up the price like at a point in time it's like no I'm gonna put my foot down on this one I'm not paying the extra. You know you went from. The jump, you bumped the game up ten bucks from sixty to seventy, which totally fine with. That's games price goes prices go up and everything, uh, not our paychecks but everything else. Um, and you know, they, but it's like going from eighty to twenty or eight from eighty to a hundred. Like no, because now you're talking seventy. Going from seventy to hundred, that's it's way too rich for me for an extra. Th- I'm not paying ten dollars a day. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I totally respect that. Like I said, we're I had the same crossroads a few months ago and. Now you're here at that, and it's like, but I feel like I, I wouldn't. For you, I feel like you're probably if you did do it, and obviously I don't know about your, you know, your financial situation is not. Um, I, I, who am I to tell you what to spend your money on? Uh, but I would say like I don't know if like you have your friends to play with, and I wouldn't be surprised when they find that new content drops. You're just right back into it, and it's like it's just one of those things like right, right, right. now when like the last couple months because you, you you'll you'll tell me like your updates and like your friends want to play. And it's just like we're just creating our own fun. Like there's just nothing to do. And it's like it's easy to feel that way right now when like spirits are low on that. But I, w- I wouldn't be shocked though, like that new content drops and you're just right fucking back into it. Right, I can understand what you're saying with that regards and stuff like that. But like I was saying, it's I was not interested in like getting like the hundred dollar version with everything else and stuff. But at the same time, I'm looking at how I played Destiny Two. It's like more or less just trying to do like the weekly stuff. Sometimes it's do like specific missions and whatsoever. I mean, right now I'm I'm kind of pretty much burned burnt out and stuff yeah Maybe one day a week i want to play destiny 2 or something because of the current season this and that but uh come february or something like that mate you know i probably am gonna get like the main expansion thing which is like the base version of it because i don't give a shit if i'm going to like pay like 10 bucks at a time for season i think i'd much rather do it that way because it's like you know it's kind of how i did it before with other expansions you know where it's like i pay for like just the mainline expansion then invest inside the season pass whenever i have like the 10 bucks or whatsoever but uh yeah it's it's like what you were saying before it is a case-by-case basis for people i mean they do have their own choice of whether or not they want to go forth and expand or you know just spend the money to go through do that but uh yeah yeah just getting the base understanding and stuff of like what the dlc is and what the people 
like what fans like from the different perspectives and stuff longtime fans and people are kind of disgruntled and stuff what they think about just the whole witch queen stuff yeah and like i said like i feel like right now like probably destiny fans are like spirits are at the lowest right now yep um just you know probably since like the launch really like and yeah, i think yeah like well, i think once they get back on you know on the swing of things i think a lot of people will be happy again, but I can I can understand like where they're at with that. But uh, we need to move on here, Gables, yep. to some other news here. Let's talk about some fun Nintendo financials. Okay. Um, some crazy updates here. So some of the things we've learned now is that the uh, Switch has now sold uh, ninety two point eight seven million copies or copies um, units, I guess units. if you want to call it yes. that. Um, so they sold that many. Um, it was which is funny. I was looking, I was reading, see some of the facts. Here. I'm pulling up. Some of the stuff on my phone because I don't want to overstress on my computer more than it already is. Um, I thought it was kind of funny though. I was, I was reading some of the stuff on this, and um, the Switch um, itself has, like I said, ninety-two point seven million. How many? How many games uh, combined do you think the uh, um, Switch sold, or the Wii U sold? How many? How many units of games? How many units of games that the Wii U sold? Yeah. Okay. Like combined over all the eShop games, all the the, the d- digital games, all the physical games. All right, so I'm trying to think of this beforehand. I'm right now, the Switch is at 673 million uh, copies of games sold. 673 million. That's wow. where the Switch is at. That's where the Switch uh, is at. Okay, when I'm thinking of yeah. Wii U here, I'm thinking about. I'm trying to keep in mind the actual units that sold for the Wii U, which is like 13 point something million. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to say. God, I don't even think that was like nearly half that. I think it was like maybe a hundred million, possibly for Wii U. I'm trying to think because the attach rate was like six to eight games or something like that per person that went through and did that. So that maybe even more. Okay, you said for the Switch's game unit stuff, it was like six hundred million or something. Six hundred like seventy three ish. Six hundred seventy three million. So I'm gonna go forth and actually I'm gonna increase it now that I think about it. It's gonna be maybe half that here i'm gonna say 300 million gables you were close first time 103 million units of software so the okay so the switch has almost sold as many uh you the switch console itself has sold almost as many as the wii u sold games combined wow <laughs> which that's is nuts crazy. to think i i the fact that that's gonna pass that we're gonna surpass that is, is incredible to me i thought that's it's just absolutely obviously there's way more i shouldn't say that there were so many shitty wii u eShop games that are out there for a penny yeah but um yeah i just thought it was funny when i read that so it's it's pretty crazy I mean, it's kind of crazy when we think about that actually like like the attach rate on the wii u was better than the switch yep really you break that math down like it was, yeah like i was like eight so like for every wii u sold the average person bought like eight nine copies the switch it sounds like about six seven million seven seven ish probably you know around there so a little bit a little lower but I guess like the the Wii U was mostly Nintendo, hardcore Nintendos, yeah. Uh, so, but uh, some other cool stuff here. Um, this the Switch though is is obviously getting pretty close to, and this is actually pre pre OLED. This all ended on September thirtieth. The OLED came out the week after, so I'm um, well when we get to the next when we hear about the next quarters, we'll we'll know more about that. Uh, they did drop the expectations for Switches sold this yeah. year by like um, I think it's like a one point five million less than what they expected. Chip shortage, obviously everything's being affected by that, um, but. 
Still selling at a, a crazy rate. Uh, top. These are the currently the new up, updated sales figures for the top ten selling Switch games. Gables, yeah. you want you want give me a guess here. Give me a guess here. How many copies did Ring Fit Adventure sell? And I want to <laughs> let you know right now, it, it's over ten million. It's over ten million. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna say, in regards to like Ring Fit Adventures, for the Switch, it probably sold like about I want to say thirty million. Ring Fit Adventure? Oh, for uh No, no, there's only two there's only two games that have sold over 30 million. Oh, Ring Fit Ring Fit Adventure is sold so no, okay. Ring Fit Adventure is sold 12.21 million, okay. which is nuts, Gables, okay. because pre-COVID it barely sold over a million. Really? Damn. Yeah, well, remember cuz like that game went from like no one bought it to COVID hit. Yeah. And then, like, people were buying it for, like, $300, $400 on, on eBay. Oh, that's right. Everything I remember, like, there was that one MPD. There's that one MPD we did when it went from, like, 674th to, like, 5th one month because it went for, everybody was buying it because they needed something to do to work out. Yes, you're correct. Uh, I was misinterpreting something, obviously, but, uh, damn. Yeah, that's crazy how it went from that all of a sudden over 10, like, like 12 million. Yeah. Yeah, if, like, oh, God, man, like, if anybody's made more money – uh, during the during the pandemic, it, it's I don't know who because Nintendo was selling crazy. If there's a cardboard shortage, the fucking Labo thing is gonna blow the fuck up. Um, <laughs> uh, Splatoon two is at twelve point six eight million. Wow. Uh, the Pokemon Let's Go games are at thirteen point three. I'm kind of, kind of shocked no where that is. Yeah, Mario Super Mario Party at sixteen point four eight. Okay. Curious how it's gonna go now with the new one just coming out. Uh, Sword and Shield, uh, or I'm sorry, I skipped one here. Mario Odyssey at 21.95. Sword and Shield, it's not really fair because it's two games. Uh, 22.64. Breath of the Wild, 24.13. Uh, so it's now officially the second best-selling uh, Zelda game ever behind uh, Twilight Princess. Okay. Um, but that was the, the Wii launch game. So um, I think that's around 30-ish million. Um, Smash Brothers passed the uh, 25 million seller mark at 20.25.7. Animal Crossing at 34.95. And wow. Mario Kart Deluxe officially is the best-selling uh, Mario Kart game ever, passing the Mario Kart Wii, which was like 36-ish uh, million, to 30 point, uh, 38.74. To be fair, though, that only includes the copies sold on the Switch. If you include the Wii U version plus that, it's like it's like 42, 43 million. Um, so pretty incredible numbers there. I do want, I want to pull this up here, Gables. This, I thought this was kind of interesting here. I... I Never seen anybody else do this before. Uh, I think it was um, VentureBeat did this one. And I want to shout them out on that because I like this a lot. They actually broke down uh, how uh, a lot of games sold. So 14 games sold over a million copies yes. in the last quarter. So wow. from was it July oh, yeah. from July 1st to September 30th, um, 14 Switch games sold um, over four, or over a million units. Uh, new Super Mario Brothers Wii U sold just over a million. Mario Odyssey sold 1.12 million. Metopia, fuck you guys for keep buying this game. Sold 1.37 million. That game is like sold like probably close to three million units at this point. It's pissing me off. Pokemon Sword and Shield 1.54. Super Mario Party 1.86. Breath of the Wild 1.85. Mario 3D World uh, 1.86. Uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate 1.86 as well. Mario Golf Super Rush 1.94. Ring Fit Adventure 2.1 million. Even with things kind of opening up semi, uh, still selling well. Uh, new Pokemon Snap 2.19 million. Animal Crossing 2.22 million. Mario Kart 8 a Deluxe 3.34 million. 
Skyward Sword 3.6 million. And this blew my mind, Gable, when I said this. The Skyward Sword ver- version for Switch has sold more units already than the, the Wii version did, which is nuts because that was on a... That was on a console that, when it came out, was on a console that already had like 120 million yep. uh, consoles out there in the world. Absolutely. So that just, I mean, I, I, I know a lot of people, and I'm not even trying to bag on the Wii, even though I didn't like it. Um, I knew a lot of people were kind of out on the Wii by that point, but like it stuns me that like the attach rate for that is crazy. When I just said Twilight Princess, I think uh, it's like the high 20s million. And that was a launch game. And like Mario, Mario, like you look at like, you can actually look up to the top 10 selling games on the Wii and it's like nuts. Like those games were like in the twenties to millions. Um even like actually like Smash Brothers uh Brawl did only actually did like fourteen million. So it's like I think Ultimate's actually the, almost doubling the best selling uh copy ever, ever they've ever made. Um yeah it's 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 nuts the the sales they're doing here. It's like uh, you know like I think the vibes are down for me on the Switch. I think for some people too it's not just me. Uh but it's like they're doing better than ever, uh, still, despite everything else. They're, as soon as they put them out there, they're selling. So, I don't know, what's your uh, thoughts on these numbers? I think those numbers are pretty insane to think about. But at the same time, it's not too surprising because of how well the Switch has sold in general over the past year and a half. But still, seeing 14 Nintendo games on the Switch sell for over a million each is just insane. In three months, yeah. Yeah, that is yeah. insane. They have like, I mean, credit with credit dues. They have had like quietly. It's like some like much like everything else this year. Like they're not having like top tier games come out, but I think they've had a lot of very solid games come out this year. And a lot of them are like you know Wii Wii U ports stuff like that. But it's like yeah, they're selling. They're doing really well. Like and they're not like yeah, there are a lot of sevens and eights in there. But and people are buying them. And and also Metopia. What the fuck is wrong with people? Quit buying <laughs> that game. Stop doing this, please. Don't do this to me. Um. You're going to keep making more of it. I don't want that. Uh, moving on here, too. I think we'll be our last topic. Gables. Okay. Um, we have... So, this... Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 have officially been delayed, which is weird because they never actually had a release date to begin with. Right. Uh, so, there's a lot... Of, so, I, it's been kind of like... I didn't... Like, for me personally, I, I like... We enjoy playing Overwatch with, like, friends and, like, there's a time and place for it there and then like, going back to it playing with people. Uh, but, obviously, these two um, IPs have huge fan bases. Um, and it's crazy kind of just listening to, a, like... Just kind of like not like the angry super fanboyish, but like real like like people like giving their like a real solid point of view. Like not like they're upset, but they're not like rage like whatever flipping the fuck out, fuck you, and like they're playing Overwatch again. But like like people having like a smart conversation about it uh, with Overwatch. I thought it was nuts. Like like someone was saying that in 2019 when they like they announced this at the at, the, at uh, BlitzCon at the end of 2019. In 2019, Overwatch was like one of the probably five biggest games out there going. Yep. Like they they had the they have the league the Overwatch league going. They were actually doing like touring and um, the fucking they were the most probably one of the most watched things on uh, on on uh, tw- I couldn't think Twitch. God, wars are hard. Um, you know, people the fan base was hardcore. They're fucking buying loot boxes left and right, and they basically just stopped working and updating this game. Uh, like around that, it's like really slowed it down, but then kind of almost like stopped it. Um, around that time, they announced like they announced Overwatch Two. They did the thing, and like it was even playable at at uh, BlitzCon, and people were talking about it. And like a lot of people, were, like it sounded like that game was gonna be like a front half of 2020 game, 
Obviously, it's all pre-COVID. And then people were thinking, oh, this at the very least, this will be like a launch title for the for the new consoles. And you know, then COVID happened. They delayed it, whatever. But it's like, like they've like said, like the most one of the most popular franchises currently running in gaming in 2018. They basically just stopped working on it to make this. Which I understand. You make the sequel, you do this. But now, both of these games, Diablo 4, Overwatch 2, are delayed now until at least 2023. Yep. So these fans are basically going four years. They basically just killed their their baby that was generating. Net tens and hundreds of millions of dollars to make the sequel assuming it's coming out soon and it's just been it's so weird what's like this is all even pre everything that's gone on in the last few months with what's going on with them, the lawsuits and everything like that we've talked about that extensively yep. it's terrible it's awful it's happening uh but it's like it's so crazy like how far like you know like i mean activision has its problems where they're just kind of turning into a call of duty factory uh more so than ever before but it's like blizzard was like I don't like they're up there with like fucking um, Valve and like probably really I, I don't know probably Valve and them were like they're just like everybody respect like, if you even if you didn't love their games you respected them right like, everything like a, was quality like a triad of like gaming like a publishers or something like that that people trusted in regards to like yeah. quality and knew that they were getting quality when they would do that I mean the triad that I'm thinking of is like. Obviously, Blizzard being one, Bethesda being another, and like Valve yeah, being third. I don't know about Bethesda. I mean, people. I know people love them, respect them, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can see what you're saying. I think for the most part, maybe that's just my bias kicking in there. Uh, but um, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like it's nuts. Like everybody loved the Diablo three, even though I mean, they did have a rough launch and they fixed it. And it's great now. They got rid of the auction house and the online shit. Yeah. Uh, World of Warcraft was still killing it. And it's like, now it's like the, like the last like couple of years with them. It's like, there was obviously the 20, um, 2019 was also the year where they had the, everybody, when some of the guy asked him if this was a April fool's joke in October, <laughs> when they revealed the, there was last minute, they pulled the Diablo four, uh, announcement to tell them about the Diablo immortal, uh, free to play phone game, which is coming out early next year, I think. So that game, like also another game they announced over two years ago, still hasn't come out yet. Um, Piss off everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, so fuck yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't everybody have phones? Um, but it's just yeah, it's so wild. We're like, um, you know, they did like the digital one the last the last year with BlizzCon. They canceled this year, but probably a good idea. I would I would say it's probably a good idea before all the shit going on, like I said, the lawsuits. But uh, yeah, it's just everything's at worst. Where it's like. It's like simultaneously, like World of Warcraft fans um, are like are leaving in droves. Like they're still doing yep. very well, but like the numbers have, but it's very well for I think I think if any other uh, MMO can have those numbers, they'd be super. They would be living like kings. For them, it's very bad though. Uh, but people leaving in droves, people that are still playing are pissed. But like simultaneously, like the World of Warcraft developers hate the fans as well so yeah. it's like this weird thing where just nobody likes each other um overwatch is like i said it's a dead game Diablo before like I, we haven't really even seen too much about it it's just really you know like taking obviously all the shitty really awful criminal acts uh those pieces of shits have done there i'm really happy that like oh i think uh, over like 40 people are gone now um out of this and there's still more to come i'm sure um and it's not done the lawsuit's still going on um but hope they get those fuckers but um, you know, just sticking with the game side of things, um, it's just crazy how like just in the last two years, give or take, like the like the the aura of Blizzard, where like you knew that game was coming out, 
it was gonna be quality. It had that. It was like the. It was like the, the modern day Nintendo seal quality, where like you knew that game was gonna come out. It was gonna be good. It's gonna, it gonna be even like I said. Even if it wasn't your bag, you would know that it's, you you would respect it for what it is. And you know, it'd be a quality game. That's just like right. Like I said, like obviously delays happen. Shit happens. I'm not even like mad about delays because I don't even really care about playing these games. And I'm like, I don't even think a lot of people are mad about. A lot of people like obviously I shouldn't say nobody's mad. There's you know the dumb people that don't understand you know don't just don't like delays. Uh, but um, you know even the people are just like they're upset and frustrated. Like I said, like because they just stopped supporting this other thing that they're still playing and still making tons of money on. And people want kept wanting to give them money, and they just kind of stopped doing it. And like basically like a lot of people were saying it's like all this content you're putting into Overwatch Two, you probably could have just put in over time into overwatch all these maps all these new characters yep. all these all these new skins everything like that like you could have just kept this like thing people were like because like they're a lot of people were saying it's like people weren't like done playing overwatch it's like no. they just i understand you want to put out a new six dollar box people go buy another one but i don't know i just thought it was kind of it's kind of fascinating like what you learn about like like just going and listening to other people was like like i said smart articulate people having calm conversations about it just breaking it down like it's very interesting. It's like it's it's not the Tyler rant um, that you might be used to hearing on this podcast, but I don't know. It was like, what's what's I don't know. What's your kind of your thoughts on these delays and this overall like Blizzard at this point, the state of Blizzard? Long story short, I'm not surprised at all because with everything that's going on financially and like legally over there at Activision Blizzard, it's not a surprise to see these games delayed. But it was news to me to see to hear that from you in terms of like the whole Overwatch situation to where they basically pulled the plug on that thing in order to try to move on to the next game as quickly as possible even though how successful that was and you're right when it came to a lot of that content that they were preparing for Overwatch 2 they could have easily have inserted a lot of that stuff into the original Overwatch hell games right now they are pretty much doing just that I mean you could see a lot of the fighting games over the past couple of years and stuff, even with COVID and stuff like that, they've pretty much inserted, like, new characters, new content, new this and that and stuff. And even, like, mainstay games, you know, like a Fortnite or an Apex and stuff, there are still new things and new features and new characters being introduced and stuff. There was mm-hmm. no excuse for Activision Blizzard to really move away from that, pulling, like, pretty much, like, pretty much, like, slaughtering the Golden Goose in that regards in order to try to... Try to get more money in that regard from yeah. a different like uh, and I, game. I, I don't know. It's hard to blame them on one hand. Cause it's like, it's kind of like the, the issue where it's like, Oh man, I really like the game. But it's like, now it's like, we were just talking about predator earlier where it's like the people who are playing that game. Now are the hardcore, the hardcore. Yep. And it's like, so it's hard to get like, after that game's been out for a while, it's like after game has been out for so long, like the, like the casuals, like us and a lot of people, like we play it for maybe a couple weeks, couple months and we fall off. Maybe we'll jump in party nights. and That's about it. Um, but like, yeah, it's like, I can get why you want to make a new one because you're gonna get a lot of new people, but you can get a lot of us back in. It's kind of like the, like the issue with like destiny. Like I really, I beat destiny one. I actually yeah. really like the main campaign campaign destiny two. And I was actually kind of bummed when they announced they weren't making a destiny three. They're just gonna keep adding on, which I can understand. Like you get like you and a lot of people are super excited. And that's probably what they want. But it's like, for me, it's like kind of like makes it hard for me to jump back in. Cause it's like, yeah, I, you know, after years of all these content updates, all the lore, it's like, I'm not gonna. You know, I tried last year to get back into it. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. And, um, you know, th- th- it's not just that. It's like a lot of the games too, but it's like, it's just hard to like, after it's been out for a while, it's just like, you know, it's like, it's kind of scary to like jump into 
Sometimes about that. So I can get why they're thinking it. And it's like you get like a lot of that back in, get build up a bigger audience, and like all also on top of that, sell more get sell more copies and make more money. Uh, I'm not even knocking them for that. I think honestly, I almost kind of prefer they did that. But it's just like there's there's a balance to it. It's just kind of sad that like that game was probably gonna be, was coming went from being probably a mid to second half 2020 game. A game that was going to be out when they announced it in six to eight months to now it's going to be four years. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of curious how, like, I mean, obviously it only takes one really awesome game from Blizzard to come back. Like, we've seen this True. in, like, a lot of things. Like, you just have one. You just got to win. And we are very forgiving people. We can bitch at you and hate you for months, years. And you do you do one cool thing, one great thing. And it's like, Oh, well, all is forgiven. Yeah. That's um, how fickle gamers are in general. Yeah. Well, that's just in general. Like, I mean, just in general for like things where it's like, uh, someone can like get cut, like a baseball player gets caught using steroids. And it's like, we all like land bass and deservedly So he gets, you know, run through the ringer. And then like he fucking hits a, a walk off home run. And it's like, Oh, fucking everybody loves him again. You know, we've seen that shit all the time. People love comeback stories. And this could be the case. Um, obviously, they have a lot more, a lot bigger issues than making bad games and business decisions yes. um, going on with them. But I mean, who knows? I'm sure most people don't even know about it. But yeah, that's pretty much. It. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, listening to people talk about that. But um, Gables, mm-hmm. unless you have anything else to say, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, it is very late. It's midnight my time. Uh, I am ready to get a great night's sleep. But uh, if you guys enjoyed this, once again, thank you for listening. Um, and dealing with us being super, uh, extremely tired, uh, trying to put words together is very hard, especially on a podcast. Um, but, uh, if you guys enjoy this, please, uh, go to wherever you listen to your podcast, uh, or Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all those places, five stars review, um, leave a comment, uh, write a review, uh, like, subscribe, share all the big, all those things are great. We really appreciate it. You could do that for us. Retweets. Uh, really, really sharing and retweets are probably the best thing you do, but also reviews and thumbs ups are also really great because that will help us with the algorithm and maybe get uh, more, make it easier for people to find us. Um, but yeah, please do all that. Uh, but once again, thank you for listening. I was host, I was Tyler. And I've been Colonel Gables. Until next time, everyone, have some fun out there, play some games, and most importantly of all, thank you for listening to another fun filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. Hey, Gables. Yeah. Let's go take a nap. Yeah, I feel like some sleep. Mm-hmm. Bye, guys. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>